Good morning, class. <laughs> Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and this is Faith School. Welcome to Faith School. It's the place where our spirit is fed, our faith grows stronger, and we learn how to be overcomers. That's what the Lord intended for us, to not have a life of uh, repeated failure, but to have victory after victory after victory. The scripture says, thanks be unto God, who always causes us to triumph, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so whatever it is you're dealing with, whatever's going on in your life, God's will is not uh, pain and sickness and defeat and confusion and lack. His uh, will is overcoming, in fact, overwhelming victory. And so uh, we have a part to play in that. Our faith is a factor. The scripture said uh, that's the victory that overcomes the whole world, even our faith. Well, faith to many is, is a mystical thing, and a lot of times people pray for more faith or uh, beg for more faith, but that's not how the scripture says faith comes. Faith <clears throat> is, is part of your, your spirit operation of your spirit man, your spirit being, and it's fed through the anointed word. And when, when it's fed, then you use it, you exercise it. And when you live by faith, you walk by faith, and you keep feeding your faith, it grows, it gets stronger, it develops. And what that, the way that shows up is things that used to look just impossible, utterly impossible to you, when your faith gets stronger, they don't look impossible anymore. They look reachable, doable. <laughs> And, and the scripture said, all things, Jesus said, are possible to him or her that believes. So let's, uh, let's pray together. And this, uh, this is the class all over that's joining us. Let's pray together and believe for exactly what will feed our faith the most directly and the most today. Father, in Jesus' name, all of us agree together as touching this, asking you for the anointing. The, the great anointing of your spirit that teaches, that illuminates, that, that guides, that reminds and reveals and, and heals and restores and revives. We ask for the manifestation of your Holy Spirit and the working of your holy angels. And uh, open our eyes to see things we haven't seen before. Remind us of what you've already shown us and show us how to apply it and how to be doers of it. We ask these things in the name of the head of the church, Jesus, and we thank you in advance for granting our request because we know it's your will and we know you hear us. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, turn in the great textbook to Hebrews 10. Um, if you've been in some of the previous classes with us, you know we've been studying this great book of, a uh, great chapter rather, of Hebrews 11. And there's a lot of previous 
uh, teaching that we've done on this. And if you haven't heard it before, you can uh, go back uh, on the website and pick up on these previous ones. And I believe it would benefit you to catch up to where we are because it, one builds on another. But let's start in the 10th chapter and the 35th verse. Hebrews 10, 35. And go ahead and confess it out loud by faith. Say, uh, I love the Word of God. I will get something great out of His anointed Word today. Praise God. You know, it matters. Uh, Jesus said, uh, take heed how you hear. And uh, one individual, one time he asked him, he said, uh, how do you read that? And so uh, it matters. If you, if you read it ho-hum, then that's kind of what you'll get is ho-hum. But if you read it expecting to get something great, you'll see something you hadn't seen before. And it'll just, uh, it'll quicken you. Uh, verse 35 says, Cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. We know that patience is a companion force of faith. It's not enough to just believe. You must keep on believing. Believe as long as it takes. Believe until. He goes on to say, For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. We believe that the Lord is coming back, and yet... Uh, uh, Generation after generation has lived and died, and he hasn't come back yet. But Peter tells us, the, don't, don't forget that with the Lord, a thousand years is like a day. And one reason he hasn't returned yet is that he is long-suffering, not willing that any should perish. Uh, if he came right now, there's a lot of people not ready, and they would miss out. And only he knows when is the perfect time. But how many believe he is coming? He is coming. And so uh, he said, uh, a little while and he that shall come will come. He won't tarry. In other words, he won't tarry indefinitely. Verse 38. Now the just, those justified by their faith in Jesus, they shall live by faith. We, we know we got born again by faith. Romans 10 says, if you believe in your heart, and you confess with your mouth, you'll be saved. That's how we got born again. Uh, but many uh, stopped there. They got saved by faith. They got born again by faith. But then they try to live the rest of their life by something other than faith. By unbelieving begging or pleading or just by intense effort and work. But that's not... That's not how it's supposed to be. The same way we got into the family is the way we are to function in the family. The way we got born again is the way we are to live 24 uh, 7. That's what he says. The just, those who were justified by their faith, shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we're not of them who draw back unto perdition or destruction, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. You'll find one of the big characteristics of the real God kind of faith is that it is not passive. It doesn't just sit down and do nothing and wait on somebody else for everything. Um, 
the real God kind of faith, notice he said, if you draw back, my soul I have no pleasure. Then he went on to say, we're not of them that draw back. Well, if you're not drawing back, laying back, laying down, if you're not doing that, what are you doing? You're standing up. You're reaching out. You're asking. You're seeking. You're knocking. You're laying hold. <laughs> you're taking steps. You're possessing the land. And real faith is not passive. It lays hold. The Bible said, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold, lay hold. So you can't leave up to God what he left up to you. And if he told us to lay hold, we can't say, well, Lord, I'm just waiting on you to lay hold. No, he said, there it is. Get it. <laughs> exactly what he did with the Israelites in the promised land. He said, I've given it to you. Then he said, go get it, possess it. And sadly, that first generation, they wouldn't, they wouldn't even try. They just cried. They just felt sorry for themselves. They just said, we can't. And they wandered around out there for 40 years and perished. And so that was, that's an example of drawing back. But thank God under Joshua, the next generation, they were tired of wandering around out in the desert. And they said, no, we're going in. We believe what, you know, like Caleb and Joshua said, we can take it. God's with us. We can do it. And so they did. They went in. And even though there were walls and giants and iron chariots, they took it all. And that's a type for us. We can lay hold. We can take what has been uh, paid, bought and paid for in Christ. We can take our uh, righteousness, we can take our forgiveness, we can take our peace of mind, we can take our healing and our strength and our protection and our abundance and supply for what we need, but you can't just wait for it to fall on you. Everybody with me? You can't just wait for somebody to, know, to notice you. You can't just cry and feel sorry for yourself and uh, think it's all going to happen. Uh, faith is not passive. In the 11th chapter, 11.1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Let me read some other translations of that. This is, this is such a great verse when it comes to faith. This is the Holy Spirit giving us God's definition of what faith is. So we shouldn't imagine and listen to what anybody else says it is. This is what it is. Young's literal says, faith is of things hoped for a confidence. Of matters not seen, a conviction. I like that because it, it's, it's uh, succinct. It, it sums it up into these two words. Faith is confidence and faith is conviction. And... Um, you, you'll see this, let me read these other two, and you'll see a, a similarity. Today's English version says, to have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for, to be certain of the things we cannot see, to be sure, to be certain. That's why if you pray a prayer about something that the Word tells you belongs to you, but you pray the prayer with an if it be thy will, that is not a prayer of faith. Because notice, did you hear these words? Sure, <laughs> certain, confident, convinced. And you'll find that many, many times people are not convinced. They're not convinced God wants them to be healed. So then you couldn't pray a prayer of faith about your healing. They're not convinced 
if God wants their needs to be met or not, or if God wants them to have a place of their own or a better car or a better job. Or they're not convinced, so they pray, well, Lord, you know, if it be thy will, I'd like to have money to pay my bills. But, you know, your will be done. Well, are they certain of anything? <laughs> are they sure of anything? And people say, well, how can you be sure? Uh, well, you can come join us in faith school. <laughs> you can get you a Bible. Go in class, you know what I'm talking about? And if you can find it in this Bible, and the Lord told you, I want you to have it. I bought it for you. I paid for it. I gave it to you. Then no longer should you pray if it be thy will. Now, a lot of people in churches all over, they know this when it comes to forgiveness of sin. They, nobody would say, Lord, you know, forgive me if it be thy will. <laughs> right? I mean, it'd be a rare church <laughs> and, and that you'd see somebody taught to pray that way. Or if somebody, let's say we give an altar call and say, who wants to uh, uh, receive Jesus and make Jesus the Lord of your life? And somebody comes down and you say, well, I'll pray with you. But you know, it's just if it be his will. We'll pray that you be saved if it be thy will. No, folks don't pray that way. Why? Because they have got enough word in them to see it is the will of God. Amen. Well, the same thing can happen in our life in the in a area of our material things, in the area of our protection, in the area of our physical healing, in the area of our mental peace. Um, you know, looking at Jesus hanging on the cross and saying, you know, is it your will to save me? Uh, how many understand that's a foolish question, right? What's he doing there? He's not there for himself. Well, looking at Jesus on the whipping post, getting scourged, saying, Lord, uh, is it your will to heal me? Well, why is he there? The Bible said, by his stripes, you were healed. Looking at him when they were beating that crown of thorns down into his scalp and mocking him and slapping him and saying, Lord, is it your will that I have peace of mind? Well, what's he doing? None of those things happened by accident. He was not a helpless victim in the hands of the soldiers and the people that did these things to him. We're told in the scriptures, every one of these things was buying something for us, was purchasing it purchased our peace of mind. The chastisement of our peace was on him. It purchased our healing by his stripes. We were and are healed. Hallelujah. It purchased the, you know, the iniquities of us all were laid on him. He paid the price. So why would we look at this and say, is it your will? Is it your will? It is his will. <laughs> That's why he came. That's why he did it. And only when we can pray a prayer without questioning his will can we pray a prayer of faith. Can you see this, friends? And this also answers why so many prayers have gone unanswered. Because the Lord requires us to pray in faith. And if you pray, even though people think, they think well, it's being humble, it's, it's submitting to his will. No, it's being foolish. The scripture said in Ephesians, don't be unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. That's why he gave us a Bible. That's why he gave us the author of the book inside us to teach us, 
24-7. That's why he gave us gifts, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. He gave us all these things so we wouldn't be clueless. We wouldn't be ignorant of his will. We wouldn't go around praying all our life, if it be thy will, if it be thy will, if it be thy will. Somebody says, well, hey now, Jesus prayed that way in the garden. He sure did, but he wasn't praying about healing. (laughs) He wasn't praying about being born again or saved or forgiveness of sin. He wasn't praying about having peace of mind. He was praying, submitting to the will of God for the plan for his life, which involved the cross. Thank God he didn't uh, draw back from that. He went into it and, and did it. But once something's been bought and paid for, there are many things that we should submit and say, Lord, do you want me to go over here? And if you don't know it yet, you say, well, Lord, your will be done. I'll submit to you. You want me to stay? You want me to go? Uh, What do you want me to do? And until we know the will of God, uh, and even if it's something we think we might not want to do, we want to be willing to do it if we find out it's his will. That's the will, prayer we might call of consecration. And dedication, not the prayer of faith. There's more than one kind of prayer. When you pray the prayer of faith, you have to know the will of God about what you're praying about. He said in God's Word translation, He said, Faith assures us of things we expect and convinces us of the existence of things we cannot see. If you're in faith about something today, then you are expecting something. And you're not wondering if it's going to happen or not. You are confidently expecting it. You're sure of it. You're confident of it. Do you hear these words? Sure. Confident. You're, tr- you're trusting. Also, even though you've got no reason to expect that, you are convinced of the reality of what you can't see. Even though you can't see it, you don't feel it, you're convinced, God, you can't see him, but you're convinced he's real. You're convinced uh, in God's power, though you may not be able to see and know how it works, you're convinced whatever it takes, uh, he'll do it to perform his word. And so your uh, expectation will not be disappointed. Those that trust in him, will not be made ashamed, the scripture said. But can you see how many times uh, good people, church-going people, have made mistakes? And they thought they were doing right, but with every prayer interjecting this, if it be thy will. And you can see they're not certain about anything, not sure about anything. And I'm not, I'm not knocking or, or criticizing. I, I did this myself years ago. I... Remember one time I went with my, with my pastor to a, a hospital uh, and visited a person and we, we knelt there by her bed and uh, he prayed and I agreed with him as much as I knew how. He said, Lord, you know, if it be your will to heal our sister, then uh, please, but if not, thy will be done. And um, she said, amen. We said, amen. But later on, I realized we didn't know what we we're doing. What what we were doing is saying, Lord, your will trumps everything, and your will is going to be done no matter what. So if it's your will for her to be healed, she'll be healed no matter what. So heal her 
but of course you're already going to. But if it's not your will to heal her, then you won't. Of course, you wouldn't anyway because it was your will no matter what. In other words, why are we praying? <laughs> Come on, can you see this? Because you're going to do what you're going to do and it's simply not true. It is not true. Everything is not set in stone and God is not controlling everything. I know people like to say that. God's in control. Well, he's not controlling everything you do. That's just not true. And come on, look around on the planet. You think he's really controlling everything that everybody's doing? All of that, all of this cruelty, all of this evil is somehow the mysterious, perfect will of God? It is not. It is not. All of this junk is going on because man has a free will and is choosing actually to rebel against God. But those of us who've chosen to submit ourselves to him and we find out his will, then we can be confident. We can be sure. Hallelujah. We can be certain about some things. And then when you get that grounding in you and you know and you're sure and you're confident, you're certain, that's when you'll see some miracles. You'll see some prayers answered. You'll see some great things happen. Let me read it again. To have faith is to, this is today's English version, to have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for and to be certain of the things we cannot see. Come on, say it out loud. I am sure, I am sure of the things I hope for, of the things I hope that, I'm that I'm expecting. And I am certain, I am certain of the things I can't see. Of the things I can't see. Hallelujah. Now that, that's another description of walking by faith. What does it mean when you're walking by faith? You're sure of some things that you've got no physical, natural reason to be sure of. You're certain of some things you can't see or can't feel. And he, he, he starts off this 11th chapter with this, and you'll see that verse after verse after verse after verse are living examples. These are not fairy tales of people who lived on the earth and they lived like this. They lived with this certainty. They lived with this trust. They lived uh, seeing the unseen. We walk by faith, not by sight. We look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen. Because the things that are seen are temporary, but the things that are not seen are eternal. And so pleased was God with their faith that he had it recorded in the living word of God forever. And here we are all these centuries, centuries later talking about their faith. Hallelujah. And the scripture tells us that uh, when all of this is finishing up, that those of us in our generation that have lived and walked by faith, that our faith is going to be praised also. Read about this in Peter and other places. Our faith is going to be praised. God is pleased with faith. Uh, keep reading. There in verse 2 then, let's keep going down. For by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. I mean the 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 chair you're sitting on, the floor and the ground under the floor, 
the planet we're on, the star that's shining on us, came into existence by faith. God believed it and he spoke it. And that creative power was released and caused these things to happen. I know not everybody believes it, but I'm sorry, they're wrong if they don't. <laughs> the Bible is true. Whether you, you know, things, are, things that are true are true whether you think they are or not. You'll find out eventually. It says, verse 4, By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, and God testifying of his gifts, by it he being dead yet speaks. And so in our previous lessons, we saw each one of these, and we took some time and talked about Abel and Enoch and Noah and Abraham and uh, Isaac and Jacob and Sarah and... Um, Again, Abraham, and then in our last ones, we talked about Jacob and then Joseph, all the way down to verse 22. And so, like I said, if you haven't been with us, don't skip all of this. Go back and listen to the previous lessons and messages, because a lot of rich things in all of these verses. In verse 6, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And again, that's why all of these individuals are remembered in this book and in the Word of God, because their faith pleased God. And faith doesn't change. Why have it recorded for us? Because the Scripture also says we have the same spirit of faith. Same spirit of faith as who? As these, as all of these. Uh, the scripture says we're walking in the same uh, steps of our father Abraham. So we, we must not just read these things and look at them with longing and going, oh, uh, he's amazing and she's amazing, Abraham's amazing, Sarah's amazing. Well, they are examples of what you and I are supposed to be doing right now. We're supposed to be living like they lived. And in fact, we, we should take all the light that's been gathered. You know, um, a lot of these guys, uh, well, most all of them, they were doing this without being born again. They were doing this without the fullness of the Spirit. And you and I have other advantages. We, we've got all kind of things going for us. There's no reason. We should whine through life. <laughs> Uh, there's no reason why we should quit and, and make all kind of excuses why we can't have this and can't do that. We should, as we've said before, we should be strong in faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Giving glory to God. Let, let's say that, uh, that we've, we confess many times. I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world. By faith, I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. Hallelujah. That is our testimony. And we should open our eyes every morning thinking, man, good things today, victories today, and not allow anything to steal our peace, to steal our joy, because greater is he who's in us than he that is in the world. We've been made overcomers more than conquerors in Him. Can you say amen? amen? Praise God. 
Well, that's it for class today. Uh, we'll see you back here again in Faith School. I've got the victory living inside of me. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390. Got the great